Sahih Bukhari, a Hadith Reading, by Nolan Alford. Volume 1, Book 3, Part 1, Hadith 56-100. to 100. Hadith 56, narrated by Abu Hudayra. While the Prophet was saying something in a gathering, a Bedouin came and asked him, When would Doomsday take place? Allah's Apostle continued his talk, so some people said that Allah's Apostle had heard the question, but did not like what that Bedouin had asked. Some of them said that Allah's Apostle had not heard it. When the Prophet finished his speech, he said, Where is the questioner who inquired about Doomsday? The Bedouin said, I am here, O Allah's Apostle. Then the Prophet said, When honesty is lost, then wait for Doomsday. The Bedouin said, How will that be lost? The Prophet said, When the power or authority comes in the hands of unfit persons, then wait for Doomsday. Chapter 57 Narrated by Abdullah bin Amr Once the Prophet remained behind us in a journey, he joined us while we were performing ablution for the prayer which was overdue. We were just passing wet hands over our feet and not washing them properly, so the Prophet addressed us in a loud voice and said twice or thrice, Save your heels from the fire. Chapter 58 Narrated by Ibn Umar Allah's Apostle said, Amongst the trees there is a tree, the leaves of which do not fall, and is like a Muslim. Tell me the name of that tree. Everybody started thinking about the trees of the desert areas, and I thought of the date palm tree, but fell shy to answer. The others then asked, What is that tree, O Allah's Apostle? He replied, It is the date palm tree. Chapter 59 Author's Note Hadith 59-62 to 62 are the same as the previous Hadith 58, uh, they're just narrated from the perspective of different people to help collaborate and corroborate the authenticity of the statement. Chapter 63 Narrated by Anas bin Malik While we were sitting with the Prophet in the mosque, a man came riding on a camel. He made his camel kneel down in the mosque, tied its foreleg, and then said, Who amongst you is Muhammad? At that time, the Prophet was sitting amongst his companions, leaning on his arm. We replied, This white man, reclining on his arm. The man then addressed him, O son of Abdul Mutalib. The Prophet said, I am here to answer your questions. The man said to the Prophet, I want to ask you something and will be hard in questioning, so do not get angry. The Prophet said, Ask whatever you want. The man said, I ask you by your Lord, and the Lord of those who were before you, has Allah sent you as an apostle to all the mankind? The Prophet replied, By Allah, yes. The man further said, I ask you by Allah, has Allah ordered you to offer five prayers in a day and night? The Prophet replied, By Allah, yes. The man further said, I ask you by Allah, has Allah ordered you to observe fasts during this month of the year? The Prophet replied, By Allah, yes. The man further said, I ask you by Allah, Has Allah ordered you to take zakat from our rich people 
and distribute it amongst our poor people? The Prophet replied, By Allah, yes. Thereupon that man said, I have believed in all that which you have been sent, and I have been sent by my people as a messenger, and I am Dimam bin Thalaba, from the brothers of Bani Saad bin Bakr. Chapter 64 Narrated by Abdullah bin Abbas Once Allah's apostle gave a letter to a person and ordered him to go deliver it to the governor of Bahrain. He did so, and the governor of Bahrain sent it to Kusros, who read that letter and then tore it to pieces. Author's note, the sub-narrator Ibn Shahib. The sub-narrator Ibn Shihab thinks that Ibn al-Musayib said that Allah's apostle invoked Allah against them, saying, May Allah tear them into pieces and disperse them all totally. Chapter 65 Narrated by Anas bin Malik Once the Prophet wrote a letter, or had an idea of writing a letter, the Prophet was told that the rulers would not read letters unless they were sealed. So the Prophet got a silver ring made with Muhammad, Allah's apostle, engraved on it, as if I were just observing its white glitter in the hand of the Prophet. Chapter 66 Narrated by Abu Waqid al-Lithi While Allah's apostle was sitting in the mosque with some people, three men came. Two of them came in front of Allah's apostle, and the third one went away. The two persons kept on standing before Allah's apostle for a while, and then one of them found a place in the circle and sat there, while the other sat behind the gathering, and the third one went away. When Allah's apostle finished his preaching, he said, Shall I tell you about these three persons? One of them betook himself to Allah, so Allah took him into his grace and mercy and accommodated him. The second felt shy from Allah, so Allah sheltered him in his mercy and did not punish him. While the third turned his face from Allah and went away, so Allah turned his face from him likewise. Chapter 67 Narrated by Abdur Rahman bin Abi Bakr's father Once the Prophet was riding his camel, and a man was holding its rein. The Prophet asked, What day is the day today? We kept quiet, thinking that he might give that day another name. He said, Isn't it the day of Nar, slaughtering of the animals of sacrifice? We replied, Yes. He further asked, Which month is this? We again kept quiet, thinking that he might give it another name. Then he said, Isn't it the month of Dulhijah? We replied, Yes. He said, Verily, your blood, property, and honor are sacred to one another, like the sanctity of this day of yours, in this month of yours, and in this city of yours. It is incumbent upon those who are present to inform those who are absent, because those who are absent might comprehend what I have said better than the present audience. Chapter 68 Narrated by Ibn Mazhud The Prophet used to take care of us in preaching by selecting a suitable time so that we might not get bored. He abstained from pestering us with sermons and knowledge all the time. Chapter 69 Narrated by Anas bin Malik The Prophet said, Facilitate things to people concerning religious matters, and do not make it hard for them, and give them good tidings, and do not make them run away from Islam. Chapter 70 Narrated by Abu Well. Abdullah used to give a religious talk to the people on every Thursday. 
Once a man said, O Abba Abdurrahman, by Allah, I wish you could preach to us daily. He replied, The only thing which prevents me from doing so is that I hate to bore you, and no doubt I take care of you in preaching by selecting a suitable time, just as the Prophet used to do with us, for fear of making us bored. Chapter 71 Narrated by Muawiyah I heard Allah's Apostle saying, If Allah wants to do good to a person, He makes him comprehend the religion. I am just a distributor, but the grant is from Allah. And remember that this nation of true Muslims will keep on following Allah's teaching strictly, and they will not be harmed by anyone going on a different path till Allah's order of the Day of Judgment is established. Chapter 72 Narrated by Ibn Umar We were with the Prophet, and a spadix of a date palm tree was brought to him. On that he said, Amongst the trees, there is a tree which resembles a Muslim. I wanted to say that it was the date palm tree, but as I was the youngest of all of them, I kept quiet. And then the Prophet said, It is the date palm tree. Chapter 73 Narrated by Abdullah bin Mas'ud The Prophet said, Do not wish to be like anyone except in two cases. The first is a person whom Allah has given wealth and he spends it righteously. The second is the one whom Allah has given wisdom from the Holy Quran and he acts according to it and teaches it to others. Chapter 74 Narrated by Ibn Abbas That he differed with Hurbin Qais bin Hisin al-Fazari regarding the companion of the Prophet Moses. Ibn Abbas said that he was Qadir. Meanwhile, Ubay bin Kab passed by them, and Ibn Abbas called him, saying, My friend Hur and I have differed regarding Moses' companion, whom Moses was asked the way to meet. Have you heard the Prophet mentioning something about him? He said, Yes, I heard Allah's Apostle saying, While Moses was sitting in the company of some Israelites, a man came and asked him, Do you know anybody who is more learned than you? Moses replied, No. So Allah sent the divine inspiration to Moses. Yes, our slave Qadir is more learned than you. Moses asked Allah how to meet him. So Allah made the fish as a sign for him, and he was told that when the fish was lost, he should return it to the place where he had lost it, and there he would be to meet him. So Moses went on looking for the sign of the fish in the sea. The servant boy of Moses said to him, Do you remember when we betook ourselves to the rock? I indeed forgot the fish. None but Satan made me forget to remember it. On that, Moses said, This is what I have been seeking? So they went back, retracting their footsteps, and found Qadir. What happened further to them is narrated in the Holy Quran by Allah. Chapter 75 Narrated by Ibn Abbas Once the Prophet embraced me and said, O oh Allah, bestow on him the knowledge of the book of the Quran. Chapter 76 Narrated by Ibn Abbas Once I came riding a she-ass and had just attained the age of puberty. Allah's Apostle was offering the prayer at Mina. There was no wall in front of him, and I passed in front of some of the row while they were offering their prayers. There I let the she-ass loose to graze and enter the row, and nobody objected to it. Chapter 77 Narrated by Mahmud bin Rabia when I was a boy of five, I remember the Prophet took water from a bucket with his mouth 
and threw it on my face. Chapter 78, narrated by Ibn Abbas. Author's note, this is the same story of Moses' companion that was being debated before. Uh, this is just written once more. Chapter 79, narrated by Abu Musa. The Prophet said, The example of guidance and knowledge with which Allah has sent me is like abundant rain falling on the earth, some of which was fertile soil that absorbed rainwater and brought forth vegetation and grass in abundance. And another portion of it was hard and held the rain, and Allah benefited the people with it, and they utilized it for drinking, making their animals drink from it, and for irrigation of the land for cultivation. And a portion of it was barren, which could neither hold the water nor bring forth vegetation. The first is the example of the person who comprehends Allah's religion and gets benefit, which Allah has revealed through me. The Prophet learns and then teaches others. The last example is that of a person who does not care for it and does not take Allah's guidance revealed through me. Chapter 80, narrated by Anas. Allah's Apostle said, From among the portents of the hour are the following. 1. Religious knowledge will be taken away by the death of religious learned men. 2. Religious ignorance will prevail. 3. Drinking of alcoholic drinks will be very common. 4. There will be a prevalence of open illegal sexual intercourse. Chapter 81 narrated by Anas. I will narrate to you a hadith, and none other than I will tell you about it after. I heard Allah's apostle saying, From among the portents of the hour are the following. 1. Religious knowledge will decrease. 2. Religious ignorance will prevail. 3. There will be prevalence of open, illegal sexual intercourse. 4. Women will increase in number, and men will decrease in number so much that fifty women will be looked after by one man. Chapter 82 Narrated by Ibn Umar Allah's Apostle said, While I was sleeping, I saw that a cup full of milk was brought to me, and I drank my fill till I noticed the milk, and I drank my fill till I noticed its wetness coming out of my nails. Then I gave the remaining milk to Umar ibn al-Khattab. The companions of the Prophet asked, What have you interpreted about this dream? Allah's Apostle replied, It is religious knowledge. Chapter 83 Narrated by Abdullah bin Amr bin Al-Az Allah's Apostle stopped for a while to, for a while near the Jimar at Mina during his last Hajj for the people, and they were asking him questions. A man came and said, I forgot and got my head shaved before slaughtering the Hadi. The Prophet said, There is no harm. Go and do the slaughtering now. Then another person came and said, I forgot and slaughtered the camel before Rami at Jamra. The Prophet said, Do the Rami now, and there is no harm. The narrator added, So on that day, when the Prophet was asked about anything regarding the ceremonies of Hajj performed right or after its due time, his reply was, Do it now, and there is no harm. Chapter 84, narrated by Ibn Abbas. Somebody said to the Prophet during his last Hajj, I did the slaughtering before the Rami. The Prophet beckoned with his hand and said, There is no harm in that. Then another person said, I got my head shaved before offering the sacrifice. The Prophet beckoned with his hand saying, There is no harm in that. Chapter 85, narrated by Abu Huraira. The Prophet said, 
Religious knowledge will be taken away by the death of religious scholars as ignorance in religion and afflictions will appear, and harj will increase. It was asked, What is harj, O Allah's Apostle? He replied by beckoning with his hand, indicating killing. Chapter 86 Narrated by Azma I came to Aisha while she was praying, and said to her, What has happened to the people? She pointed out towards the sky. I looked towards the mosque, and saw the people offering the prayer. Aisha said, Subhanallah. I said to her, Is there a sign? She nodded with her head, meaning yes. I, too, then stood in prayer for the eclipse, till I became nearly unconscious, and later I poured water on my head. After the prayer, the Prophet praised and glorified Allah, and then said, Just now, at this place, I have seen what I have never seen before, including paradise and hell. No doubt it has been inspired to me that you will be put to trials in your graves, and these trials will be like the trials of Masiya ad-Dajjal, or nearly like it. You will be asked, What do you know about this man, the Prophet Muhammad? Then the faithful believer will reply, He is Muhammad. Allah's Apostle, who had come to us with clear evidences and guidance, and so we accepted his teachings and followed him, and he is Muhammad, and he will repeat it thrice. Then the angels will say to him, Sleep in peace, as we have come to know that you are a faithful believer. On the other hand, a hypocrite or a doubtful person will reply, I do not know, but I heard the people saying something, and so I said the same. Chapter 87 Narrated by Abu Jamra. I was an interpreter between the people and Ibn Abbas. Once Ibn Abbas said that a delegation of the tribe of Abdul Qais came to the Prophet, who asked them, Who are you people? Or, Who are the delegates? They replied, We are from the tribe of Rabia. Then the Prophet said to them, Welcome, O people. Neither will you have disgrace, nor will you regret. They said, We have come to you from a distant place, and there is a tribe of the infidels of Mudar intervening between you and us, and we not come to you, and we cannot come to you except in the sacred month. So please order us to do something good, and that we may also inform our people whom we have left behind at home, and that we may enter paradise by acting on them. The Prophet ordered them to do four things, and forbade them from four things. He ordered them to believe in Allah alone, the Honorable, the Majestic, and said to them, Do you know what is meant by believing in Allah alone? They replied, Allah and his Apostle know better. Thereupon the Prophet said, That means to testify that none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that Muhammad is his Apostle, to offer prayers perfectly, to pay zakat, to observe fast during the month of Ramadan, and to pay al-kumus, one-fifth of the booty to be given in Allah's cause. Then he forbade them four things, namely Adduba, Hantam, Muzafat, and An-Nikir, or Mukayyar. These were the names of pots in which alcoholic drinks used to be prepared. The Prophet further said, Memorize these instructions and tell them to the people whom you have left behind. Chapter 88 Narrated by Abdullah bin Abi Muleka. Ukba bin al-Harith said that he had married the daughter of Abi Ihab bin Aziz. Later on, a woman came to him and said, I have nursed Ukba and the woman whom he married at my breast. 
Ukva said to her, Neither I knew, neither I knew that you have nursed me, nor did you tell me. Then he rode over to see Allah's Apostle at Medina and asked him about it. Allah's Apostle said, How can you keep her as a wife when it has been said that she is your foster sister? Then Ukba divorced her, and she married another man. Chapter 89 Narrated by Umar My Ansari neighbor from Bani Umayya bin Zaid, who used to live at Abali al-Medina and used to visit the Prophet by turns, he used to go one day and I another day. When I went, I used to bring news of that day regarding the divine inspiration and other things. And when he went, he used to do the same for me. Once my Ansari friend, in his turn, on returning from the Prophet, knocked violently at my door and asked if I was there. I became horrified and came out to him. He said, Today, a great thing has happened. I then went to Hafsa and saw her weeping. I asked her, Did Allah's apostle divorce you all? She replied, I do not know. Then I entered upon the Prophet and said while standing, have you divorced your wives? The Prophet replied in the negative. On what I said, Allah is greater. Chapter 90 Narrated by Abu Musud al-Ansari Once a man said to Allah's Apostle, O oh, Allah's Apostle, I may not attend the compulsory congregational prayer because so-and-so. The Imam prolongs the prayer when he leads it for us. The narrator added, I never saw the Prophet more furious in giving advice that he was on that day. The Prophet said, O people, some of you make others dislike the prayers. So whoever leads the people in prayer should shorten it, because among them are the sick, the weak, and the needy. Chapter 91 Narrated by Zaid bin Khalid al-Juhani A man asked the Prophet about the picking up of a lukata. The Prophet replied, Recognize and remember its tying material and its container, and make public announcement about it for one year. Then utilize it, but give it to its owner if he comes. Then the person asked about the lost camel. On that, the prophet got angry, and his cheeks on his face became red, and said, You have no concern with it, as it has its water container, and its feet, and it will reach water, and eat leaves of trees till its owner finds it. The man then asked about the lost sheep. The prophet replied, It is either for you, for your brother, or for the wolf. Chapter 92 Narrated by Abu Musa The prophet was asked about things which he did not like, but when the questioners insisted, the prophet got angry. He then said to the people, Ask me anything you like. A man asked, Who is my father? The prophet replied, Your father is Hudhafa. Then another man got up and said, Who is my father, O Allah's Apostle? He replied, Your father is Salim, Malla, the freed slave of Shaiba. So when Umar saw that anger on the face of the Prophet, he said, O Allah's Apostle, we repent to Allah for offending you. Chapter 93 Narrated by Anas bin Malik One day, Allah's Apostle came up before the people, and Abdullah bin Hudhafa stood up and asked him, Who is my father? The Prophet replied, Your father is Hudhafa. The Prophet told them repeatedly in anger to ask him anything they liked. 
Umar knelt down before the Prophet and said thrice, We accept Allah as our Lord and Islam as our religion and Muhammad as our Prophet. After that, the Prophet became silent. Chapter 94 Narrated by Anas Whenever the Prophet asked permission to enter, he knocked the door thrice with greeting, and whenever he spoke a sentence, he used to repeat it thrice. Chapter 95 Narrated by Anas Whenever the Prophet spoke a sentence, he used to repeat it thrice, so that people could understand it properly from him, and whenever he asked permission to enter, he knocked on the door thrice with greeting. Chapter 96 Narrated by Abdullah bin Amr Once Allah's Apostle remained behind us in a journey. He joined us while we were performing ablution for the Usr prayer, which was overdue. We were just passing wet hands over our feet, not washing them properly. So the Prophet addressed us in a loud voice, and said twice or thrice, Save your heels from the fire. Chapter 97 Narrated by Abu Burda's father Allah's Apostle said, Three persons will have a double reward. 1. A person from the people of the Scriptures, who believed in his Prophet, Jesus or Moses, and then believed in the Prophet Muhammad, i.e., they have embraced Islam. 2. A slave who discharges his duties to Allah and his Master. 3. A master of a woman's slave, who teaches her good manners and educates her in the best way possible, and manumits her and then marries her. Chapter 98 Once Allah's Apostle came out, while Bilal was accompanying him. He went towards the women, thinking that they had not heard his sermon. So he preached them and ordered them to pay alms. Hearing that, the women started giving alms. Some donated their earrings, some gave their rings, and Bilal was collecting them in the corner of his garment. Chapter 99 Narrated by Abu Huraira I said, O Allah's Apostle, who will be the luckiest person? He will gain your intercession on the day of resurrection. Allah's Apostle said, O Abu Huraira, I have thought that none will ask me about it before you, as I know your longing for the learning of hadiths. The luckiest person who will have my intercession on the day of judgment will be the one who said sincerely from the bottom of his heart, None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. And Umar bin Abdul Aziz wrote to Abu Bakr bin Hazim, Look for the knowledge of Hadith, and get it written, as I am afraid that religious knowledge will vanish, and the religious learned men will pass away. Do not accept anything, save the Hadiths of the Prophet. Circulate knowledge, and teach the ignorant, for knowledge does not vanish except when it is kept secretly to oneself. Chapter 100 Narrated by Abdullah ibn Dinar Abdullah ibn Dinar also narrates the same above statement as has been narrated by Umar bin Abdul Aziz up to the point of where it says the religious scholar learned men will pass away.